Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to the Digitally Uploaded Podcast, the companion podcast of DigitallyDownloaded.net. We have returned from the abyss itself. We stared into it and it stared back at us and told us we could finally record again. Isn't that wonderful? Um, yeah, we're, we're back. It's been a bit of a hiatus for a while, and you know, my name is Alan. With me this week is Matthew. Hello, Matthew. Sup? It felt very weird to call you Matthew. It does. Don't ever do that. That's definitely not what I call myself. I'm going to stop that one. Off air, I'm going to have to wrap you over the knuckles there, Alan. You do it. You won't, coward. (laughs) We also have Trent on the train. See, I don't have a name like, you know, Trent Few or Trent. Trent Few. (laughs) Oh, that's really good. I like that. I'm going to use that one now. I just have a normal name. You just have a, a, a normal name, unlike Matt. <laughs> Extremely <laughs> abnormal name, clearly. Yes. Um, and, and Tarvin, hello. I, hello, I also have a normal name. I've been rattled already, and I don't like that. I blame all of you. It's mostly <laughs> Trent, though, to be fair. <laughs> How dare you. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to jump to some music really quickly. Um, and then we'll be back to talk about some games of October. So let's get into it right away. Yeah. 
And welcome back. So it's October. It's the month of spooks. It's Spooktober, my dudes. Let's get it's around October it. Fist. It is also Oktoberfest, but it's a spooky Oktoberfest where the beer is only cider. It's green beer. <laughs> it's the most frightening of all things. <laughs> no um, one likes cider, Alan. Yeah, some people do, but they're just wrong. <laughs> you know, Actually, in no, terms okay, of, in just terms to of bring beers, it off track for a second. <laughs> No, 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 I want to rant on this a little bit. In terms of beers, cider is okay, but the weirdest beer you can ever have is a milk beer. I mean, I've had I've had some pretty strange beers because Melbourne is built around having strange beers. Um, and honestly, some of them are really, really good. I had a grapefruit IPA the other day, and it was delicious. Oh, I like fruit beers. I like um, lychee. There's lychee beer. Oh, lychee beer. Like. The, oh, lychee that's beer. That's a good one. Oh, what brand is that? It's like, it starts with an N. so. Matsu, yeah. yeah, the mango yeah, one's good yeah. too. Mango is very good. There's also they do like a ginger beer as well. I'm pretty sure it's freaking delicious. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> games of October. Yes. Matt, Matt, can you tell you what's coming out? Give, give me the download. Give me there's the skis. There's too much, Alan, and um, just too much to play in October. It's nuts. It's a nuts month. Um, okay, so we'll start with the PlayStation Four on October one which is by the time you hear this podcast has already been and gone. But um, on October 1, there is, you know, a girl who chants love at the bound of this world, which is a very influential visual novel from way back when, which is finally being localized into English for the first time. Completely not your thing, Alan, um, but it's good. It's really good. Oh, I was going to say, everybody else. That. it's called Uno. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> Why is Uno a visual novel now? <laughs> it's why it's why um, U N O, as in if you know, you know. Oh, it's you know, you know. Not Uno. I hate, I hate it's not that. A, it's not a card game. <laughs> Jesus, Alan. I said it was a visual novel, not a card game. Pay attention here. Um, I don't know how to listen to words. I'm a little bit mad. <laughs> also on October one, there is Baldur's Gate. Yay! Finally, the uh, enhanced edition finally coming to console and stuff, which is good. And Baldur's Gate two as well, as well as Planescape Torment and Icewind Dale. So if you like those old RPGs, you're going to have an awful lot to play right from the start of the month. Uh, October 8 brings us Concrete Genie, which is the last Sony game that is actually interesting to me, funnily enough. Um, it comes out on October, yeah, yeah. That should be good. That's Sony actually investing in something that's a little artistic rather than a stupid, you know, hyper-violent, shooty thing. Um, not mentioning names. On October this is 8... Being, you know, <laughs> what is he talking about? <laughs> on October 8th. Guess in the comments, ladies and gentlemen. 
<laughs> oh, knocked over eight. Uh, the Alliance Alive HD Remastered, which is a HD remaster, funnily enough, of a 3DS game, which was very good. And it's coming out on uh, PlayStation 4 and Switch. Uh, also on October 8th, there's an awful lot coming out on October 8th, but also on October 8th, there's Ukulele and the Impossible Lair, which should be good for people that enjoyed the last Ukulele. Uh, wasn't me, but some people did, I think. Um, on October 10, there is a visual novel coming out that is I am really excited for because it is the sequel to Death Mark, which was my favourite from... or well, it's one of my favourite visual novels of all time. Uh, this one is Spirit Hunter NG. That comes out on yeah, on October 10. Wait, just didn't that only Halloween. just came out, like, Death Mark, like, beginning of the year? No, Death Mark was at least a year ago, maybe two. I can't remember. Wow. Got a whole lot of awards with digitally downloaded.net. Um, because it was but good. It feels it like good. only yesterday. <laughs> That's how good it was. Like sand in it the stays in, <laughs> stays in the memory because it was that good. Um, let's keep going. We've got on October 17, there's Felix the Reaper. I don't know what that is, but just the name of it catches my attention. No, it's Felix because... the Cat. On a murder spree. That's exactly what I thought, and I'm all for that. <laughs> yeah, he deserves it. <laughs> I'm all for that. Uh, on October 18, Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville. I don't know. If it's that, is that an actual tower defense one, or is that the thing? action? I'm pretty sure that's the third-person shooter, maybe. That's the third-person shooter action thingy? Okay. That, I don't know. That was all right. The other ones were all right. Um, I didn't mind them. They were okay. They were EA. Um, they were EA. They were EA. On October 22, Legends of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 3 launches. That's the big one for the month. That's going to be an amazing game. The first two were incredible. The third one should be just as good. Otherwise, I'd be very upset. Um, on October 22, the other killer game for the month comes out, Farming Simulator 19 Platinum Edition. That's <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> Everybody laughs about those games, and they play them, and they get hooked on them, and they never stop playing them. Um, it's really good. Yeah, they are really good. Uh, Medi Evil comes out on October twenty five. That's a Sony thing. Um, Is anyone excited for that? No. <laughs> what a strange no. game to remaster. Yeah, uh, on October twenty five. Also, <laughs> <laughs> the Outer Worlds. That should be good, right? Everybody oh, yeah. that one. The Bioware. Really no, not Bioware. Obsidian. Obsidian. Sorry, oh, I got them mixed up. Yeah. yeah. It's best Bioware doesn't make games anymore. Exploration thing. Yep. Yeah, it's Fallout New Vegas too. I cross yeah, I crossed my wires in my head with my fallouts. Yeah, that's all right. We'll forgive you. Um, I'm never forgiving you. October twenty five <laughs> is oh, October twenty five is <laughs> Call of Duty. No, let's move on. October. Hey, it could 20... be good. Oh, no, it's not. October 29 brings us two games. It brings us Disgaea 4 Complete, which is great for people who like Disgaea 4, which should be anybody that likes games. Good games. Um, it was PS3? Yes. Yeah. Yes. No. Also, also... Um, 5 is PS3, wasn't it? 5 is PS4 and Switch. 4 is Vita, I want to say. I think that's the one I played it on, the Vita. Or possibly PS3. Or possibly PS4. I can't remember. Anyway, it's coming out again. So, yeah. Also on October 29 is Atelier Riser, the third Atelier in a year. Gosh, they churned those out this year. But that's, you know, the last two were pretty good. So hopefully this one's good. And also on October 29 is Super Monkey Ball Blana, Blana. Super Blana Monkey Blitz. Ball Banana, Banana Blitz. Banana Joyce Blitz. I got to, I, I did play that at Tokyo Game Show and it's 
you know, it's monkey ball, it's which is exactly ball. what you want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Wii good. one was the best monkey ball, so, you know, it's just, you know, natural that the uh, port will be the best, uh, you know, still the best game. It's fun. It's going to be fun. That's the main thing. And then finally, on October 29, Disney Classic Games Aladdin and Lion King comes out, which is cool. So How long will that be on sale for, though, before it's taken down? Yeah, about a week. Um, <laughs> yeah, getting to early kids. <laughs> moving over to the Switch for anything that we didn't mention already, there's quite a few of those games that's also coming out on Switch. So, you know, and Planescape and Baldur's Gate and... and you know is also on the Switch if you want to play Yes, Uno it too. is. Um, obviously, the Sony <laughs> ones are not. No, you will not be able to play Medieval or Concrete Genie on the Switch, but... Oh, no, what will, he, will, have, will we do about Medieval? We'll have to... We'll have to complain about it. I'm going to cry if I can't play Medieval on, on the Switch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to set a rant up on, on Twitter and maybe... Change.org you know, petition. What's up, gamers? We're here to talk about something that's really getting me down recently. <laughs> Remember to smash that like button, guys. Make its own hashtag, like put Medieval the... Switch or something. Put You're, so... medieval. You're quite it's good at medieval that. It's Medieval to not be on Switch. <laughs> You're quite good at that. I'm a bit yeah. scared now. Um, it's almost like I'm a gamer. <laughs> so, uh, there is one game that's coming out early in the Switch, uh, early in the month. It's already on PlayStation 4 as of like a year ago, but it's coming on Switch. It's called Battlestar Galactica Deadlock. That's a Aussie-developed kind of tactics strategy game thing, which was actually really, really good. It's really good, and uh, I'm looking forward to having that portable. That comes out on October 8th. Uh, Lots, 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 lots is just coming out on PS4. Ah, Draymond, Story of Seasons comes out on October 11. I can't wait for that. That's um, Draymond is in the blue robot cat thing from Japanese anime. It's manga. a robot? It's a robot. I, I think it's a cat. I don't know, it's a robot, isn't it? I believe um, you entirely. <laughs> I always thought it was a robot. I also didn't know it was a robot. Is it also a robot? Like, is it like... Uh... Is it like on Yokai Watch with the uh, with the with the, the, the cat thing with the evil robot? Like, you know, is it like that? What, what was it? Uh, let's Google this. I feel like we need <laughs> so, to confirm this now. To be I fair, though, this follows the same. This follows the same trend of most like Japanese properties where it's X but robot, which is like Astro Boy. <laughs> anyway, whether whether Draymond is a robot or not, <laughs> he's, he's actually a... a robot from the future. Yeah. What? <laughs> Okay, no, I want to bring it back for a second, just really quickly. I love how, like, Western culture is, like, the robots from the future are here to kill us. Yeah, in Japan, they're always here to save us. And be like, yeah, <laughs> just be our friends. <laughs> oh, that's really nice. So, there you go. Draymond is a robot, confirmed. Um, and Story of, Seasons... <laughs> Story of Seasons is a, um, well, it's the Harvest Moon since Harvest Moon stopped being Harvest Moon. And, yeah, it should be, it should be good fun. I, I like Story of Seasons, I like Draymond. Putting them together is is a pretty good thing. A no-brainer, really. Uh, October 15 brings us The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, which on Switch looks like about... Yes! Uh, well, it looks That'll like fast, really. It looks terrible. Um, but, you know, it's The Witcher, so people are going to love it anyway. doesn't matter how... Why do you it hate looks. good things? Have you actually <laughs> seen it? It looks terrible. You're playing it on a screen that's smaller than the Vita. Well, it's slightly larger than the Vita, sorry. It doesn't <laughs> slightly need Slightly larger than the Vita. It doesn't you need... the Vita fans now. Oh, all three of them, yeah. Well, <laughs> Skyrim looked pretty good on Switch. Yeah, but Witcher 3 like a still has the hair... 
Geralt's as well, though. Like, that's the thing that gets me is they managed to get Geralt's hair work on a what is essentially a zooped-up phone. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so. It's it's impressive that it's on there at all, but it's still a significant drop down on the versions that you've already been playing for plenty of. Well, years, yeah, like so. I mean, if you haven't played Witcher Three and you only own a Switch, it's worth picking up because that game is unreal. Yeah, all one of you out there. So there you go. Enjoy, enjoy Plus, the game that was custom designed for you. Um, also, not to mention as well, if you have played. Uh, like Witcher 3, you know that there's like a bunch of stuff in there that you can do. Like that game will not end if you don't want it to end. So yeah, get it. It's good. Yeah, it's Plus portable now. So, you know, even if you did play it, you know, you're now getting something on like a portable console, you know. You can watch Geralt in a bath on a train. Yeah. I like that. In very low resolution. Uh, moving is... on. Oct- October 15 <laughs> brings us Overwatch as well on the Switch, which is oh, good that if was you're fast. a fan of Who Dura. is that for? Who is that for? Well, probably me. No, it's not. Don't even... No, that game is bad. <laughs> Diva on the go. Diva in my pocket. Hey, Alan, imagine imagine how, how bad Overwatch is mixed with how good the Switch internet interface is going to be. Oh, so like Sub-Zero quality. It's going to be worse than Smash Bros. You know, I'm going to pick up Overwatch on the Switch only because I haven't played it on anything else and I want it on the Switch. Everything should be on the Switch. I think you're going to waste your money. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's going to be that good. Especially because it's online only. You have to, you know, have a good connection to enjoy it at all. So, yeah, you can yeah. play a good connection. Mode, and cop mode is terrible. Moving on. It's bad. Don't buy that game, guys. <laughs> moving on, moving on. <laughs> this is my genuine response. Uh, yes. October 22 brings us Mary Skelter 2, which is an exclusive to the Switch, at least at this stage. I might be on PC as well, I'm not sure. But um, it's it's a dungeon crawler, which is from oh, it's from Compile Heart, which is... The first one was actually really good on the Vita. So, yeah, looking forward to that. If you didn't play the original on the Vita, which, you know, for a lot of people who didn't have Vitas, um, you didn't. <laughs> uh, Mary Skelter 2 actually includes the original as well, so you can catch yourself up. Uh, speaking of niche RPGs, October 22 also brings us Destiny Connect TikTok Travelers from Nipponichi, which is... <laughs> It looks like um, it looks like a kind of Alice in Wonderland cross with robot things RPG. It looks really nice. I'm no, it's sorry, it sounded like the most made-up name ever. No, it sounds like a name that I'd make up to make fun of games with weird names. <laughs> exactly, just like put together some, some syllables and be like, oh yeah, Destiny, Octopus, Bang Bang Destiny Dream. Destiny Octopus, <laughs> Bang Bang Dream. Ignore those people. Oh, go, I and love a, that go, and, go and Google search Destiny <laughs> Connect like to Top Travelers well. and you will see <laughs> that it's actually a very, very good looking game and Alan and Harvard need to need to shut no, up. Blame basically. Harvard on this one. This is oh, I did nothing um, wrong. I got excited by Bang Bang Travelers. <laughs> is the oh. sequel called Gang Bang Travelers? Oh no! Oh that joke is bad. No. <laughs> Okay, we've ruined it. Next, next. next Moving next on. <laughs> October 22, just in time for Halloween, brings us Raging Loop, which is a horror-themed visual novel about werewolves and stuff in kind of a classical Japan, classical Japan setting. Um, it's it's actually it's got a really good reputation in Japan. It's never been localized before, um, but yeah, uh, P Cube's bringing that one out in just in time for uh, Halloween. 
so that's good. Uh, October 24 also brings Cat Quest 2, which is already on Apple Arcade and PC. But for people who prefer to play it on Switch, Cat Quest was pretty good. It was charming. It was happy. It was nice. It comes out on Switch then. Um, other than that, I don't think there's much else that's unique to Switch. There is... games, Matt. Oh, there's a whole bunch of crappy Resident Evil evils that come out at the end too. Resident Evil what? Five, Resident Evil Six. Okay, Five is good. Heck you. No, it wasn't. It was terrible. It is. It's it was fun. absolutely terrible. Which one was the one with the giraffe? Six. The giraffe. Oh, that yeah, was six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's the giraffe. giraffe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there is. Resident Evil's been doing that for a while though, where they've just had it's a zombie animal. Like Outbreak had a zombie elephant that you had to fight, and that's pretty good. I remember the zombie whale in Revelations. That was pretty funny. The whale of a time. And that's it. That's pretty much all coming <laughs> that's out in October. That's and that's a lot. the end of the podcast. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> that's, that's an awful lot to play as you can probably tell. You'll be busy in October. If September wasn't busy enough, you'll be out into the black, back, black log, the backlog in October. So there you go. That's struggling to speak. <laughs> I am. I he's, am. He's been cursed by the broken conversation. I had to. I had to read too many words. I'm tired now. Oh. All right. Well, we're gonna give you some time to have a bit of a snooze, then, Matt. Give <laughs> you a snooze time. A nice morning kepper. Kepper? Is that a word? Kappa. Kappa. Yes. Let's do that. We'll have some music from. Bang, bang, I don't know. Bowder's Gate. <laughs> bang bang troopers. ago two weeks ago um now by the time you hear this podcast the apple arcade launched and it put a lot of enthusiasm back into mobile gaming which was a good thing because for the longest time mobile games have been basically free to play microtransaction ruined gacha destroyed nonsense and yeah this was apple's effort i guess to put a premium kind of service together where you pay a netflix like monthly fee i think in australia it's about eight bucks per month or something so it's not much and you get access to the entire library of games which are all microtransaction free of um non and uh, you know uh, no gacha and all that kind of nonsense is is taken out so you can have that premium experience in addition apple arcade is available on apple tv and you can actually play your games with your playstation 4 controller or xbox one controller i think so you get the full console experience really and it's um it's a pretty good deal uh it's 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 cheap 
it's very cheap for what you get. And the list of games that are out there is uh, pretty impressive already. So there's um, a Choo Choo Rocket, which um, anybody who fondly remembers the Dreamcast will remember that being one of the highlights of that console. There is uh, there's a bunch of kind of tactical uh, RPGs and stuff. Um, I'll just pull up some of the ones I've got here on my Apple now. There's- there's the Mini Metro successor. Ooh, yeah, there the is the Mini Metro successor, Mini Mini Motorways, which is really yeah. good. Actually, I can't stop playing that. It ruins my battery, but um, I just keep charging and going again. Um, there's a game called Deer Reader, which I love, which actually turns a whole bunch of classic literature into kind of word puzzles, which is really enjoyable. Um, there's two games that I wanted to mention called Dread Nautical. One is Dread Nautical, which is a Zen Studios kind of roguelike tactics game and also overland which is also Ooh, a yeah that's a good one roguelike tactics game they're both on there i think overland's like 40 bucks on on the switch so yeah getting on on apple arcade for free is a pretty good deal well free seven, really bad 7.99 a month they um, dropped on the big indie week where everything released yeah it's actually it was overlooked but it is definitely one worth looking at it's kind of a dark kind of uh road trip experience where you've got to manage your resources to get from one side of the country to another under a kind of alien invasion sort of thing. And you've got to make all these really hard decisions about what resources um, to collect, what people to drag along with you. Um, well, all the while you're constantly under attack by these kind of alien things. So it's it's pretty intense, but it's really good. Um, and then also I wanted to mention um, my good, our good friends at Devolver have two games on there. One I haven't actually played yet, which is like Cricket Through the Ages, which is like a funny cricket kind of riff, uh, as in the sport, not the animal. Yeah, and... the Crickets <laughs> Through the Ages. <laughs> just, in this one, your home burns down because global warming. <laughs> and the other one is uh, called Bleak Sword, and Bleak Sword really caught me by surprise. I didn't really know that I wanted to play a 8-bit Souls-like game, but having played it, it really works. It's really quite well done, and plays really nicely on the um the the touchscreen device as well so yeah there's there's heaps on there there's no kind of it's not like a, a typical console launch where they come out with some huge kind of triple a game um to to really launch the library but what apple's actually got on there is really good quality and there's a lot of it and um i guess going forward we'll just have to see how they do with keeping it updated with new games and stuff um, because obviously people are not going to keep subscribing if there isn't an endless stream of new contents to play. But I've got pretty good hopes for it. I think it's off to a. I think it's off to a good start, and it's actually made me play with um, you know games on my phone again, which is which is better than what Mario Kart on the phone. Oh, it's can, so bad. I can say oh, because I I, I actually... download. I downloaded it and um, then I read the the pricing models for it and I just deleted it without actually bothering to <laughs> to start with it. I'm not going to play that one, but um, yeah, that's genuinely yeah. evil. For those of it you was. who don't know, it's an eight dollar a month subscription fee just for that game. If you want to play it and have access to the best stuff, then it's also a gotcha game. So like, apparently it's... the subscription is irrelevant anyway. Like. In terms well, of like, what it, it offers you, to... It gives you access to the, the highest class, the fastest races, the 200cc. Without the subscription, you don't get access to that. So, 
it's pretty it's pretty aggressive with its with its monetization and that's exactly what the apple arcade is there to to stop is to allow these games to exist on the apple store without having to be free to play and then ruined via other monetization methods so highly recommend checking it out um it seems to be i mean apple's not been very clear with how it does its um payment for devs around this stuff but it seems to be that apple is going down the fair route uh, apparently they are paying devs upfront for games to go onto the apple store uh, and while i'm not sold on the idea that beyond that payment they get paid based on how time. much playtime is put that's, into the that's game that's a little that's, bit cursed it is a little bit over-concerned. I mean, Google's come out and said that's exactly how they're doing it for their rival one, which is launching soonish, I believe. Um, and it's it's definitely concerning because that immediately means that if you make a game that's only you know one hour of playtime, you're not going to make much money out of it. It doesn't matter how good the game itself is. That's kind of encouraging developers to continue making games that are endless content-driven rather than quality-driven. But uh, I guess if apple's also paying up front for the games as well there might be some kind of monetization there anyway um the the devs might get rewarded for their for their efforts anyway so yeah it's apple seems to be doing it the right way google certainly not screw google um <laughs> really google being evil yeah wow yeah google's, google's just paying up uh for time played that's it that's purely all that they're paying we just all need Windows Phone to come back and everyone to have a Windows Phone and then have Zoom Xbox, phone. A, a, Xbox Game Pass on Windows Phone. You know that was the era. That was when things were good. Like you know, no, that was, was when mobile gaming was great. Trent, no, we have very not. different opinions of what good means. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I had this game on my Windows Phone. It was like a game with like a squirrel and like you collected like stuff and it was like a platformer. It was really fun and like, it, there was. It was the best time for games ever, but you can't remember the name of the best game that was on it. Was the, it was like, was a like Super Acorns HD or something? Yeah, some kind of Acorn game, yes. Yeah, Super Acorns. I also played that. That was a pretty good game. Yeah. Right. It was a pretty good game. Yes. But hey, yeah. With the Apple Arcade, is it, do you feel like it is more of a console experience now? Like other games, that, do they feel like they should be on a phone or is it branching out into more of a, this is a total game experience. Well, Bleak Sword doesn't feel like it's a, a phone game in the sense. I mean, it's it's not Dark Souls. It's not of that kind of complexity in terms of how it plays. It's basically a two-button thing. But it doesn't, I mean, it's fast, it's fluid, it's kind of an action game. It's not the kind of thing that you'd initially think you'd want to play on a touchscreen. There's another one that I haven't actually started to play yet, uh, but it's called Stranded Sails, which looks really good. Um, it seems is it a like strand a game? No, it seems like it's the full. It seems <laughs> like it's the full experience where you are you're kind of shipwrecked up on an island and you've got to survive and you do that by you know. Um, but Matt, is it a strand game? And stuff. No, Alan. Is it's it not. by Hideo Kojima? But um, yeah, it seems it seems like it, it's you know, pretty complex. Um, and like I said earlier, you can play a lot of these games or all the games or I don't know um, how many exactly because I haven't had a chance to try it out. But uh, they're all compatible with console controllers now when i think it's apple tv plus iphone i don't know i have to go home and when when i get back from japan i'll test that out but uh yeah you can play the full console experience with them thanks to the controllers and stuff so 
certainly there is um it, it doesn't feel like it's those kinds of cheap little mobile games that's for sure it's certainly a step beyond that and the variety of the games that are on there is pretty good already so i think it's definitely apple it's definitely apple's console play as such apple's not going to go and develop a video game console but this arcade thing is how they're doing it um how, how they're trying to compete with what's going on with the other um, companies in the games industry like being realistic if they get this right like they won't have to compete because they have an install base that's way bigger than a PS4. You know, like, they don't need to do anything. Well, I mean, it depends. Making it, it, work. it depends how many people actually subscribe to it. Because, you know, you don't have to subscribe to it if you've got an Apple iPhone. Um, Plus, is it only on iOS 13 so far? I feel like that would uh, limit uh, the install base quite a lot. Well, I mean, Eventually, yeah. If, uh, if you're not keeping your Apple up to date, then you're, you're doing things wrong. Um but yeah, the, I mean, just looking through it, I've just pulled up the uh, arcade store now. There's also a Shantae game, the new Shantae game's on there, which oh, is damn. obviously um, full that. quality. Sayonara Wild Hearts, which I know you love. Uh, oh yeah, Sayonara Wild Hearts. Everyone should go play that. It's very good. That's on the that's on Apple Arcade. But uh, you need Rayman, a controller, though. Rayman Mini, which is, you know, it's, it's proper Rayman, I think. It's not the touchscreen one, or is it? Uh, I have no idea. Maybe. Anyway. Those Rayman games are really good anyway. The Rayman yeah. runners were very, very good. Yeah. There's um, Operator 41, which I think is a new release. I haven't actually chance to download it yet, but it's um, it's like a stealthy game thing, which looks really neat. There's just really good variety on there. I'm really happy with what's already on there. Um, and, yeah, I look forward to seeing what comes next for it. And I'm looking forward to trying it out. I'm looking forward to trying it out on my Apple TV as well because I haven't played games on that thing for a long time. You know what? That's good. Let's go to some music. Yep, we'll get some music from Sayonara. Yes, I'll link you the thing. Best song ever. Yeah, I'm actually. Yeah, we'll use some music from that. It's a good. It's a good like rhythm action game thing, isn't it? It's yeah. It's it's like a friend described it to me as this. It's Carly Rae Jepsen, the anime, the game. I don't know how I feel about that. It's very stylish, and it's like it's just good vibes, good good vibes all around. All right. Oh, also, there's a Square Enix RPG that's on there now. I didn't notice that the first time. I'm just looking through the upper arcade now. It's called Various Day Life, which is a weird. I name hate that already. <laughs> Daily Life and Adventure RPG. I don't know. I'm keen on it. If it's Square Enix, I'm I'm sure I'll find something to like about it. So why paper monocles? Gotcha, gotcha. Fantastic. We make a joke about how none of these names make any goddamn sense, and then it pulls out stuff like that that just confirms the joke is a real thing. <laughs> oh, it's, it's not funny same, if it's real. <laughs> it's by the same developer team, the, de- the same development team between behind Bravely Default and Octopath Traveler. So, oh, yeah, they do good stuff. <laughs> Ignore Alan; he doesn't. Go know to music. Talking We're about done. Octopath Traveler music. No, yes. wait. What? Say yes, yes, hearts.
Honk. 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 Quack. <laughs> I mean, what? Trent, you ruined it. You threw I off did. the Emperor's groove. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Sorry, you threw off the Emperor's groove. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> without recreating that amazing scene from that 2001 banger, the Emperor's <laughs> groove, um, we... What, We've got a honk game. We've got a honk we have, game. We have a honker Finally. of a game. It is a honker of a game. It's, it's so good. It's, it's so it, good. It is a game that I'm saving. To, I've not played it, and I've only seen the first 10 minutes because I don't want to get spoiled on it. Oh, Does damn. I, this is going to be hard. Well, yeah. if you've only seen the first 10 minutes of it, you've seen about well, about 50% of the game. The gameplay, yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. It's, it's not that long. It's longer than that. I might um, someone, uh, the first someone did section. finish it in four and a half minutes. <laughs> Someone's already <laughs> you know what you're doing, yeah, that's probably possible. It's not a long game. It's a it's, it's a very short game, but, but it's it's brief in the the right way. It's it's delightful. It's so it's so, so good. Untitled Goose Game. Actually, we didn't actually mention what game. It was. Think, no, we um, didn't need to. We didn't. Yeah, everyone knows it. It's all right. Everyone knows yeah. we're talking about the mobile spin-off games which have been coming out called Goose Game and Titled Goose Game and all that other... The really weird platformer, which was a weird goose oh, game. Did you see is that actually happening? Did you yes. See the name, did you see the name of the game in Japan? No, it's called Naughty Goose. <laughs> no, no, it actually has a, it has a name. Um, in, no, uh, in Japan, it's not called here. Untitled... It's not called Untitled Goose Game in Japan. It's called... Uh, it's it's got the most. It, it's got a brilliant name. Ah, mischievous goose is coming, and that's a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's here comes the mischievous goose. It's, it's... I love it. <laughs> you know what? If that if that game had to have a name, that's the name I wanted. That is that's the fantastic. only name that works. Yeah, yep, that's exactly right. <laughs> I remember hearing them on an interview on Triple J like a year ago, and they were saying our game doesn't have a title. What should we call it? And they threw it out to the text line. And they decided on Lucy Goosey, which would have been a significantly worse name. That's a terrible. Yeah, that's name. right. No, it should be any, mischi- here comes the mischievous goose. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, it's it is really a brilliant game, and actually, the development team has been rewarded for it because the game is actually it's selling a lot. Uh, it's it's, it's like number, number one, one right now. Hey? It's number one on the charts, and. It actually came out at exactly the same time as a Zelda game. So to outsell a Zelda game <laughs> on a Nintendo it's, console, it's on a Nintendo console, <laughs> they're probably all people like you, Matt, which don't appreciate the art style of the new Zelda game. That's why it's been beaten. I gave the new Zelda game a five out of five stars. It's a good game as well, but it's no Goose game. <laughs> it's not a honk it's about a mischievous. The Goose game is just taking over the. It's taking over the the entire world, and it's it's amazing because it's um. <clears throat> It's actually such a simple little game. Basically, you're just running messing up the place and making everybody's day really bad. And that's no, you that's, actually just that's bully it. people. You just bully people. 
pretty it's, much. It's definitely, yeah, it's got a very good sense of humor. <laughs> Everyone in the town is just is just so done with your antics, and like they'll put up a sign that just has a goose no and goose. it's crossed out. <laughs> just like, oh yeah, this will definitely stop that goose. He's gonna see that sign and be like, oh, I see, I'm not welcome here. I'm gonna go home now. My favorite bit is walking into like the the TV shop and like honking away, and all the screens turn the, the all the he, you know he's on camera and all all the screens are, <laughs> the goose is just honking away. It's it's great. The the honk button is um it's a masterpiece of game yeah, design. Inspired game mechanic. Yeah. I also <laughs> love how they. It's only games about, like, mallards, because Duck Game has a honk button as well. And I like there's it. A, there's a Duck Game? Yeah, it's oh, a yeah, Duck is Game. Du- is Duck Game the one where you're, like, you're It's like a four-player... Yeah, it's, like, Towerfall. It's really that. good. I actually like it more than Towerfall. I heavily rate costumes in Towerfall. Oh, that's that's that what matters. One. Yes, yes, yes. I, yeah, yeah, it's I a honk button. That one. It's got a honk button? Good. Yeah. Every 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 game which has goose or ducks needs a honk button. I remember um, well, a bit of a... A rogue reference, but there was a game called like Tic Tac Troopers or something, and it had a swear button. It was on the PS One, and it sucked, but it had a swear button, and it was great for like you know seven or eight year old Alan. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we're talking about useless buttons in games, there was. Do you, does anybody remember a boy and his blob on the Wii? Yeah, you could pet your blob. It was a hug button, and it did absolutely oh. nothing. But it let you hug the blob, and it was awesome. the most adorable thing. It was it was a wholesome game that one. Um, unlike Goose Game, which is anything but wholesome, mm. uh, it's actually it is. It's a very charming little game. It, the the goose is uh, an absolute terror, and he's nasty and very unpleasant. But he's so cute in the process that you love him anyway. I um, also would like to give a shout out to the soundtrack because it's a procedurally generated Chopin score. Yep, it's and great. I, I love that. It's so clever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very clever. They, the game is actually really clever on every level. It's it doesn't really have objectives. So that when we we're joking about it being a short game at the start, it's kind of really as long as you want. You've got a checklist of things you can do, but it doesn't really encourage you to do them. It just it's mostly it just, just says, about having that. Go it's do basically it. like there's a toy box, and it just says you know throw the toys around, mess it up as much as you can, um, yeah. and that's that's basically the game. And if you complete some of the objectives along the way, then then fine. But really. I, I spend a lot longer in the game than its runtime as such. Well, um, genuinely, the, the concept is engaging enough that you don't necessarily need to have really like strict objectives. Yeah. Like it's just fun to be an idiot. And you get the <laughs> feeling that the developers didn't even want those objectives in there at all. They're kind of buried away and the game doesn't do much to encourage you to keep checking back and looking at them. Uh, it's, it's not just like Hitman. A, I'm sure it's, it's just uh, Hitman. <laughs> It's not like a Ubisoft game where every every step you take, it's trying to tell you to go and do twenty different things. Um, it's mostly yeah. It's just so it's there it's if you want to. It's actually Hitman. It's a goose Hitman. I love it. I didn't realize that. With less, it's, it's less structured. Like it's less structured than Hitman too. It's no, it really I like is the structure. The structure open. is needed. It doesn't need structure. Does need structure. I don't you know do what to need... do. I'm stuck in like I, I didn't. I, so I was walking, and then I found like the wrong pass, and then I had to loop around and then go back to where I should have been. Like, it sounds like you do a bad at the game. <laughs> well, that that would take you all yeah, up one minute game. to the size of the game, Trent. So um, you don't need objectives. You just need you know the goose finds a guy's pipe. He picks it up. He dumps it in a lake. That's that's basically. But what if the pipe is enough needed for something for else? Oh, but you can just grab it out of the lake and it's fine. Yeah, yeah you just it's 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 actually there's it's no way to ruin your game, which is good. 
Yeah, it's even you can even one. dump a you can even dump a sandwich in the lake and it doesn't you know go away. It's it's so it's a bit weird like that, but um, <laughs> it's it's great. It's it's everything I like in video games that we don't see that often um, because video games are all about delivering content and violence and edgy and all that nonsense. And this game distills all of that down to just the pure play bit and does a really good job of it. So good on the Aussies for outselling Zelda. And I'm to be sure... fair, it also has more content than FIFA because FIFA just crashes. So like, <laughs> Well, that's a good segue to get to your your yeah irritation of the week alan you just got to get it off your chest don't you i'm mad i bought you're FIFA. mad I, I i follow a very strict rule of not buying every fifa every year because it's dumb and i also don't want to waste my money on a roster update that doesn't add anything so i do a two-year like purchase schedule i guess so i do fifa then nhl then fifa then nhl which i think makes a lot of sense anyway I picked up FIFA 20 yesterday, which I was very excited for, you know, being a big old football boy. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing that voice. Um, yeah, I picked it up and the game crashed on me 17 times in one day. And what that platform? Was PS4. PS4, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really good. And I did the big old angry tweet about it and had other people saying they had the exact same problem. Which is a really good sign. It's oh, a very, very good sign. It'll, it'll be fixed, you know. it. I mean, EA is, is a lot of things, but they don't leave games in broken states, so it'll be patched. I, I feel like those games have be been like this horribly bad since the Frostbite engine. No, it's been better. I like... 17 was very, very good. 17, 17 was the one that had the free, free World Cup update, wasn't it? No, that was 19. They had the World 19? Cup update. Yeah. 19 was good. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the World Cup on it. Well, it was good. This is, in this one, you've now got um, the um, Championship League. Champions League, rather. So you get oh, to right. do yes. that. But because they don't have the license to Juventus anymore, it's a bit strange. <laughs> it's very strange uh, to see it's them. It's a fake team in there or something. No, it's not even a fake team. They just don't have it. And they've put them in some like, random 60... 65 score team. <laughs> it's oh, like, okay. okay, this is where Juventus went. Cool. All right. <laughs> it's, it's also like a bit of BM because they put in a really bad team. <laughs> it's like, they were never going to win. How dare they? Yeah. No, nah, the, the game is pretty fun though. I just wish that it wasn't broken. It'll be fixed. It better be. I'll, I'll go to someone's house and I'll shout at them because I'm <laughs> a gamer. Be <laughs> it will be fixed. So chill, I'm Alan. A chill. Matt, I'm a gamer. You don't understand. You're gonna make yeah, we a, fixed, like, you're gonna make a YouTube fixed. about this, aren't you? Yeah, we fixed like SimCity got fixed. They'll Sim make City it. Got fixed. It took which, way too long. Which SimCity are you talking about? The online one. The newest one. Eventually, didn't they eventually patch out online? But it was too little, too late. Like seriously, that game was a mess. And then by then, they already lost the crown of being best SimCity, like city simulation crowns to like the city skylines like if they had like actually released a good game or a polished game with cities sim city like five then they'd still be at the top but no they let an indie come in and take the crown we just need that to happen with the sims and we'd be perfect and then no longer have to rely on ea the very the very indie paradox (laughs) Mm. that's not that's not an indie team (laughs) the company FIFA's dumb. I hate it at the moment, but it's, I'm going to like it. It's going to be good. 
It's going to be good. They've added in Fiend Street good. Mode, but I can't play it because as soon as play, you have to connect to the internet, which is what causes the crash. <laughs> so as soon as you try and download the latest squad update, which it does automatically when you connect to the internet, it crashes the game. So I can't play Volta at all, which is the big new addition. I don't understand how it got through testing. <laughs> how do you do that? How? Anyway. Maybe it's just your PS4. No, it's not. No, I, I checked that, because, like, there is a chance that it's just me being an idiot. There's always a chance of that. There's a reasonable, about, like, 40% chance it's just me. However, this is the one time that I'm like, this is BS. Anyway, I realise that bought, no one cares about it. <laughs> you should have bought the Switch version. It's apparently the worst thing ever. <laughs> the Legacy, Legacy yeah. Editions. That's it's what they call it. Um, it's actually the Switch one still runs on different engines. They don't put it on the Frostbite, so it's actually yeah. I don't think they've called Frostbite yet. Ugh, it's sad. Anyway, let's end it there. I'm sad. I'm gonna go play FIFA <laughs> <laughs> with some goose goose music. Yeah, dun 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 dun. dun. Can oh, we anyway. imagine the best part about three minutes this instead? Game, they have a bow tie and the bow tie in the goose game like that's the best thing about the goose game like did we even mention that no we should i don't want to say it because they don't want to ruin it for alan but yes that is a good that's a good thing it's a bow tie yep the anyway, bow tie. we're gonna get some goose game music also the bells are turning anyway no, no, I my coffee <laughs> the bells the bells are calling i live near a belfry tower for those who don't know no he actually lives in the world of dark souls and yeah, that's the Belfry Tower. I've got gargoyles. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, you they come down. You silly goose. <laughs> I'm so busy playing the goose game. I've lost everything else. I, I, I can't think of anything else now. Just goose game. All right, on that note, we're going to go to goose game music. Goose game. <laughs> I'm just going to skip it like that for the rest of it. Anyway, that's the podcast. Congratulations, everyone. Have a wonderful night. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what an ending. Smooth. <laughs>